Welcome to the I Heart My Fitbiz podcast, where we will be covering everything you need for inspiration, motivation, and practical advice in how to create a thriving fitness business. Hi, and welcome to this week's podcast episode. This week, I wanted to talk about um, your to-do list, because I'm actually recording this on a Sunday, which I never... Well, I try not to do any kind of work on a Sunday, but I felt inspired because Sunday is my day to declutter, to clear, to plan for the following week and to obviously relax as well. So I'm literally going through my to-do list at the moment and I sometimes get to that point where I've put so much on my to-do list that a lot of it is really irrelevant and um, and so then my to-do list seems really overwhelming and I love a list, but sometimes I I also love to just go with the flow and just create things as I go and to do things I feel inspired to do. So it's finding that in between where you can almost have like an inspired to-do list. And so I thought it'd be a really good podcast episode to help you to really master your to-do list and also to... Um, organize your to-do list so it's not overwhelming um it's just funny me saying organize your to-do list because I don't know why that's funny but it is um so today I've and a lot of the time so I know when I need to almost declutter my to-do list when I get when I'm in my week and I get to the end of the day and then I'm moving each task to the next day and then I'm moving each task to the next day and then the following day I'm moving. And when I still have something on my to-do list that's been there all month and I've just moved it from day to day, then I know it's time to declutter the to-do list and actually just either reorganize. Well, there's three things. So this comes from Jack Canfield. I think it's come from uh, Jack Canfield's book, The 25 Success Principles. I highly recommend that book. That's one of the first um, personal development books I ever had, ever purchased. I still have it. It's really tatty. Um, And I try and go through it every year. But in that, it's basically, um, there's a, there's success principles, basically. So there's a success principle in there, which is all about decide no do decide or delete and it's all of those things either on your to-do list or maybe it's your goals and your dreams and and when you get again perfect time when you get to the end of the year you know, you're going through all of those things some goals may not actually resonate with you and that's another list completely and that's probably another podcast episode completely but actually sometimes we get attached to the achievement of a goal when actually it isn't really aligned with us anymore. And, but because we haven't achieved it, we feel like we need to keep on our goal list or um, we feel like a failure until we have um, achieved it when actually we just need to let it go. And that's, that's what basically organizing your to-do list is all about. It's just letting go of what no longer inspires you, no longer needs to be done and or could be done differently or by somebody else. So those three things to think about when you're looking at a big to-do list is do them, um, decide to do them. So in in terms of setting a date, uh, scheduling or planning to do it on a specific day so it gets done. So deciding to do something or deleting it completely. 
and just eradicating it from your to-do list is something that's probably irrelevant if you haven't done it already by now. You're either It's either a really big task that you just need to eat that frog and do, or it's something that actually has really no place on your to-do list and it doesn't really need to be done, um, or you're not inspired by doing it anymore. So think about those three things when you're looking at your to-do list and when you're feeling overwhelmed by your to-do list, some things, and most probably half the things on your to-do list, can actually be deleted or like delegated to somebody else. So have a think about those three things. Take a look at your to-do list and literally right next to it, do this, decide, delete. And then once you've put that next to each thing on your to-do list, you can obviously go through and delete all the things, cross it off, what you don't want to do or when that you kind of just are going to let go of and delete from your to-do list. And then the ones that you've decided that you're going to do, I want you to plan them. So schedule them on a specific day. Maybe on that day that you've scheduled it, that's the only thing that you've scheduled to do. So you actually get that thing done. And the thing that you've put do next to do is, is those things that you can literally do immediately that they've probably been on your list and they probably will take you like two to five to 10 minutes. Um, but you're making it a really big thing and you're just like avoiding it. So that they're the things that I always find on my to-do list that literally take me a few seconds to do. But for some reason, I just keep putting them off and keep putting them off. And so I just put do next to them and do it. Those are the ones that you really do or you delete. So go down your to-do list now. You can always pause this and really those three D's, like literally put next to each one, do, decide or delete. So the next thing to do is really categorize what you've got left on your to-do list. So I use Asana for everything from business tasks to personal tasks to um, projects that I'm working on. Um, all my marketing kind of copy I tend to do in Asana. So maybe I'll do a a free training on Asana because it is, it's huge. I literally use it every single day and it's such a lifesaver. Once you've got the hang of using it and there's so many other um, apps and like organization apps and things that you can use. But once you get get used to like a a project management uh, system like Asana, things do tend to come a lot more easier. Um, so now that you've got your to-do list, I what I tend to do is categorize them into um, different sections. So my to-do list isn't really long. I just have like, I think f- about five different categories that I put things in. And so every day I just have those five categories and I can look into, and sometimes it's not all five because sometimes I delegate days to focus on one specific category. Um, so all of the tasks that I need to do for those, um, categories, they're inside the category. And this is going to seem, I feel like I need a visual for this, um, because how I do it on Asana. So I'll have, so let me break down the categories. So I basically have, um, social media, uh, emails and new newsletters, content creation. How many is that? Three. I have finances and money. So that's, again, I'll, I'll go into what each one kind of consists of. So what's that? Social media, emails, newsletters, content creation, finances and money, 
I think I maybe have like a personal category, which is nothing to do with business. So it's everything on my to-do list. That's just personal things. And I'm going to just pause and have a look. And the last one is like blogs and podcast ideas or notes, anything like that to-do list that I need to do for the blog or the podcast. Um, so marketing could also be a separate category, but that kind of falls into my email list, my email category and my social media category. But you could have like marketing and have both of those under the same thing. So you can, this is, this is not like set rules. Like I always say, make it work for you. Personalize your categories and your to-do list is going to be so much better. So what this does is that under each category, I can just keep adding to the list of that category. And then I kind of bold and highlight the ones that are top priority and I can get those done. And then I can review each category and think, actually, do decide or delegate. Um, and sometimes I keep things on the list because I feel like, oh, I eventually want to do something like that, but not right now. So it's always there to kind of keep keep um, keep on the list just in case I want to do it in the future. And then if I decide I don't, I'll delete it. Um, but in those, so this, again, it makes the day seem less overwhelming because I've only got like several categories to look at. So for instance, on Mondays, I tend to focus on social media and um, my email newsletter marketing categories. So that means on a Monday, all of my tasks that are like scheduling social media posts, scheduling newsletters, scheduling uh, promotional emails, that all happens on a Monday, usually. And so it makes it really Monday really focused. And I just know, right, I need to do this, this and this on a Monday. And that's the other thing you might have like regular things on your to do list, like regular things that you do every Monday, regular things that you do every Thursday, whatever they choose to be. Because obviously, there's there are going to be things that you do every week or you do every month. So Mondays tend to be, so that means I've got two categories on my to-do list on a Monday. And actually, I can just go into those categories and do the top priority ones. And that's it. And then I might, at the end of that day, I might just review what's left on those, those lists in those categories. And again, do, like, this what it's usually decide or delete because... I will do them the next Monday. So I decide what are the top priorities, what I'm going to do next Monday, and what actually I, I can delete from those categories. And then on, I know on a Wednesday is usually my blog and my podcast day. So again, that's the only category that will be on my list on Wednesdays. And so I'll go into that category. I'll see what podcasts I need to create, maybe what podcasts I need to upload and schedule to go out. That might also involve scheduling the email and the blog and the social media posts for that, that blog or that podcast. And that will all happen on a Wednesday. So again, I've just got that focus of one category and doing the tasks underneath that category on that specific day. Thursday is usually content creation. So I usually do things like either filming, um, workouts, uh, filming um, instructor choreography or like recording um, or doing bits for my courses. So if I need to update something in the mentorship, create a new video or create a PDF, 
that will be my content creation day. And I sometimes do, well, under my content creation day, creating social media posts. So I would like um, bulk create social media posts or things like that. So again, it's just one focus and it makes it then really easy just to do the tasks, decide when I'm going to do the next few tasks on that to-do list and then delete anything that doesn't resonate anymore and I can just delete. And then the, the following Thursday, I know exactly what I'm doing on that content creation day. So you can see it kind of makes it less overwhelming um, when you're looking at your daily to-do list. Um and you're not bombarded by like 20 different tasks, you literally focus on one category of your to-do list. Um, and this, again, the reason why I'm doing this podcast is because for me, my to-do list has got out of hand and because I've just sometimes not been focused on the category and I've gone, I've got overwhelmed or I've added things to my list that shouldn't be there or I haven't categorized them so they are taking over tasks on like say like a Monday when I focus on my social media and my um, emails things have been on my list that I've I've done instead and then so I'm behind on my social media and my email newsletter uh, to-do list so that's why I'm doing this this podcast because it, you can add things to your list that, again, are irrelevant, but also that distract you from those focused tasks that are going to keep your business working like clockwork and keep your business um, like easily flowing. And then you'll end up with this really big to do list that's really overwhelming. So here's what I would do and here's what I'm going to be doing with my to-do list today is really, again, putting all of the things on my to-do list back into their right categories. So I will go down the list. I will say do, decide and delete. So today it will probably be decide and delete those two things because my decides will then turn into my do's on my category days. So that's what I'm going to do first. Go down the list do, decide or delete. Once I've done that, I will just get rid of all the ones that I've said delete. I will then see what's left, put them into the right categories. So again, just a reminder of my categories, you can make up your own categories. But mine are social media, email and, and newsletters. So I tend to do those on the same day. So that's kind of like a marketing category. Um, I then have my blog, and podcast category, I have my content creation, which is all the stuff that, again, like class planning, um, filming content, if you're online, um, all the planning stuff that, that, that all the planning and content creation stuff for your actual services. So content creation, I've lost my flow now. So social media, emails, newsletters, blog, content creation, finances, which is usually done on a Saturday or Sunday. I check in with my finances every day, but that'll be things like staying up to date. And this is, this is something that always gets put behind and I'm always behind on. But what I try and do every year is just like I try and do my tax return monthly. Like so that month I will put all my tax return stuff in a spreadsheet. So when it gets to the end of the year, um, I can just submit it. 
Um, so sometimes that always gets put behind, but it's in the category. So finances and money um, is, is in the category and that's usually on a Saturday and Sunday. And what am I missing? I think that's it. Oh, and obviously personal stuff. So personal stuff can come like things like, I don't know, like anything outside of business, anything, any to-do list outside of business. Like, for instance, today I've got a bag of stuff that I'm going to take down the charity shop. So that'll be on my personal to-do list. So all of those things outside of business that you want to do. Um, so again, that makes it, it gives you one focus or two focuses, no more than three kind of categories in one day. And it just makes your life so much easier. So what I will do is I'll do, um, we'll have, I have a free fitness business resources library. So what I will do is I'll do a video, um, video training on this and I'll put it in the free Fitbiz resources library. If you're not a part of the free Fitbiz resources library, which is full of things like masterclasses, there's checklists, um, I'm going to add some meditations in there as well for fitness business owners and it's all free so it's free stuff that you can start to look at um, we've got things like building a list freebie in one week we've got things like um, how to fill your classes and sell anything online masterclass turning your pre-recorded sessions into um, an online program loads of stuff in there that's all free and it's worth you know I could do that the whole library as a paid membership but I haven't so it's all free the link to that is in the podcast notes if you want to join that and have a look around but what I'll do is I'll do a free asana training or to-do list training and you can you, you can choose if you're a pen and paper type of person that's fine if you're if you want to start using something like asana the reason why I love Asana is because I've got it on my phone and I've got it on my laptop and it syncs and it just keeps everything in one place. I've got things like um, uh, if I read a, a personal development book, I tend to put all the notes that, I, that I've that i taken from that book in, in Asana. So I've got like a, a section on that. I've got social media. I've got emails I've got all my services so before I launch any product or service I do like a little profile on it so who is it for what's going to be included in it uh, what's going to be on the sales page um, so again I'll do a podcast on that as well um, so I do like a little profile on every service that I create which is hugely beneficial for all your marketing stuff as well so I'll do a free training on this and I'll put it in the free resources library. But hopefully that helps. All the three things that you need to remember from here is do, decide, delete. So look at your to-do list, do, decide, delete. And then if you choose to, if you are like to be organized, then those categories can also really help you avoid the overwhelm of a big to-do list. Um, if you have any questions, please reach out to me, let me know in the comments. And also, if you've done this, if you take my advice in this podcast episode, let me know how you get on. But also let me know if you found any other kind of tips and tricks and hacks that you can share um, with anybody else who's listened to the podcast. So there's a space to um, write your comments. And I'd love to know if you've implemented it, even if you put hashtag done in the comments, I'd love to know how you got on in implementing this, um, these little tricks and hacks. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. If you found anything 
interesting, inspiring, motivating, useful in this podcast, please reach out to me and let me know. I love to hear your stories and how this has helped you. It's been my aim and my passion to help fitness business owners um, build thriving fitness businesses, but also build a fitness business without burnout and exhaustion, because that's where I found myself a few years ago. So if you need help with your FitBiz, whether it's building online and creating an online service with a website and app and new clients coming into your fitness business on a constant, consistent basis. Or maybe you would love help filling your classes and bringing in new clients to your classes every week and every month. Maybe it's social media that you're struggling with in terms of promoting your fitness business. Whatever it is, I think I can help. I have the I Heart My Fitbiz Members Club, which is full of tutorials and masterclasses that's going to help you with a great fitness business mindset and practical tools that you can implement in every area of your fitness business. Or maybe you're teaching 20 plus classes per week and you're burnt out and you're exhausted like I was a few years ago and you need help taking your fitness business online so you can bring in an online income stream without teaching a single class. And that means you can start teaching only the classes that you absolutely love to teach because you love to teach them. And I can help you do that with the mentorships. We have group mentorships, one-to-one mentorships, and premium mentorships where I do the techie stuff for you. So I will add all the links below if you are looking for more help in creating a thriving fitness business. If not, subscribe to this podcast or follow me on social media so you can get tips and advice on creating a thriving fitness.